Hello and welcome to the Soul Garden, where we explore the inner and outer workings of living in a connected world. My name is Georgina Langdale and I have a real treat for you today. I had a surprise visitor and I made the most of the opportunity to sit him down in front of the microphone for a few moments to share his vision of a better world with us. Rob McGowan, or Pa Ropata as he's also known, is one of this country's national living treasures. He's loved plants ever since he was old enough to grab one in his tiny fist, and his fascination grew when he was given responsibility for looking after the fernery at the Green Meadows Seminary in Hawke's Bay while training to be a Marist priest. And then later, when he returned to his hometown of Whanganui and learned about the medicinal uses of plants from local Komatua. Since retiring from the priesthood over 25 years ago, Pa has devoted his life to ensuring that Maturanga Māori, traditional Māori knowledge, is being woven into conservation management, thus ensuring not only the preservation of indigenous trees used for rongoa Māori or traditional Māori medicine but also the culture that surrounds it. T.Y. Walker is a collection of principles and a shared vision that he believes will empower us to create a long-term future for us and especially for the generations that follow us. So, get yourself comfortable and just enjoy the beautiful and generous wisdom of this wonderful man. I'm here with the wonderful Rob McGowan, who I've had the great pleasure of knowing for many years now. We're here to talk about T.Y. Walker. Um, Rob is currently on a bit of a road trip around the North Island, really um, working on this idea of our relationship with the land. So, hi Rob, it's lovely to, for you to drop in on my little apothecary today. I'd love it uh, if people could hear from you in your words what T.Y. Walker is and what it means to you. Well, T.Y. Walker, as we see it in our little book, really started with my waking up in the middle of the night one night, wrote this stuff down and went back to sleep. And in the morning I woke up and thought, oh, goodness gracious me, that, that, that's wonderful. Where did that come from? Because in actual fact I didn't have memory of writing it down and at the time mm. it's an expression of of teachings that have come you know through the uh the people i've been involved with this particularly with the maori kura maramataa and it's mm. something that goes right back to when maori came from hawaii not just with the things they needed the physical things but with the maori with the the, the non-physical things they needed to do well in this new land right and the whole basis of it is a saying that, that's been handed down and it's fine expression in many different ways. Ka ora te whenua, ka ora te tangata. When the land is well, we are well. Yes. And, and we look at the environmental problems in New Zealand and here in Hawke's Bay with the wood issues and things like this. How can we expect to be healthy if the land is not healthy? And, and if you go back to the traditional understanding of the land in many traditional cultures, not just Māori, mm -hmm. the English, wherever we go, Chinese, 
the earth is the mother, Papa Tuanuku, and that's how they say it in Māori. But every, every, in English we say Mother Earth. Mm. And we all know that, you know, when mum is well, she can provide for her children. Yeah. Uh, when she's not well, the family struggles because she can't care for them. And the message that kept coming through uh, from lots of people, particularly with traditional healers, because that's really where I'm focused, uh, keeping alive the traditions of traditional Māori medicine, Rungu Māori, they could hear the land crying. Yes. And more and more people are saying, they get this feeling, they get this, they hear this, this voice saying, I can't stand it much longer. Yes. You know, uh, things are going to get really bad. Yeah. And so that was, a, I suppose, the original inspiration behind, hey, what do we do about it? Yes. So where, what happened next? You, you had um, this inspiration. You've created this booklet. And yeah. what's been the journey for you with it since then? Who are you trying to help on this journey? Again, we're discovering that as we go. Mm. The, the immediate thing was to share the message. And I didn't do that until I actually had permission from the people that had taught me. So when we were talking before we started uh, recording this, you mentioned some really interesting things, and I'd love uh, it if you could share with people here. You talked to me about youth and business, and I'm really interested if you could expand on that and how T.Y. Walker can apply in both of those different contexts. We start with the young people first because um, we have a crisis with, 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 with young people. And, and the sad, sad thing, so many of them wake up in the morning wishing that they didn't wake up. They live in a world in which they see very little light, very little hope. Um, and that's a tragedy because youth is spring, the spring in our lifetime. That's when we're most beautiful. And we look forward to spring here. Someone told me this morning they've got daffodils already and lambs running around. And when you see those new growth, well, you feel the world is different. Exactly. And that's what, that's what youth should be. Mm. And so the thing is, how do we give people hope? Yep. Because they hear the talk that the planet is stuffed, the resources are running out, we're all going to starve to death, there's going to be wars and all this sort of stuff. And they don't half believe it, but they do believe it. Mm. That they, they don't know what to look forward for. And and the, I hear them say, oh, you old fellas are okay. You'll be dead before you're leaving us with a mess sort of thing. Yeah. you know. And, and so the whole thing with, with T.Y. Walker is it's a message of hope. Right. Because even though, um, because I'm an ecologist, I, I saw, and because I'm a, I'm a healer, I see things that even the ecologists don't see, and the actual uh, decline in the health of the of the you know, of the landscape is much more profound than even the experts are able to measure. Yes. Uh, but I still can't get over this feeling of hope that we have an enormous gift to be able to heal and to bring life back again, if only we work together. Mm. And and that's what the Tiwai Waka principle, you know, care for the earth so that she can care for us. 
I really strongly relate to that because then, yes, the way that I work as well is very much about how we work with nature, mm. not only to transform our own lives, but to transform the world in which we live as well. And so in terms of taking these principles through into business, yeah. um, where so much of the problem can lie, mm. um, how, are you, how are you going about that? And um, what are your hopes there? Um, we need businesses because they produce the things that we need. They create lots of jobs to resource people to live the lives they, they, they need to live. Uh, but the trouble is that we've always got to have the long-term thing involved. Uh, one of the big concerns is that if we keep using resources as much as we do and the way that we do, we are exhausting what resources are available and and so we are actually using up the next generation's future exactly you know who am i to actually take for my needs leaving my grandchildren or great-grandchildren if i you know how an empty basket empty basket you know and they won't remember me for my wealth they'll remember me for the poverty that i've left them with yeah you know and so we basically run our businesses in a way that an extra bit enhances the future of those that follow us. And it's quite simple. You don't take more than you can give. Yep. So if you're going to build a coal mine, what are you going to do to make up for the for the hurting of extracting that thing? Yep. You can do it if you make up your mind to do it. Exactly. You know, it's the whole thing about it is the aim of business isn't an actual fact to make people rich. The aim of business is to enable us to live yes and to care for the world that enables us to live well so ideally what you're saying is the aim of business should be to sustain all forms of life not all forms of wealth we blame farmers for everything that goes wrong because we're all city people and we easy to blame the farmers but you know they know that their business actually depends on the wellness of their land and they're working out ways and means of doing things to enable that to happen. I say yes. to farmers, the only thing you make off marginal land is work. Yeah. You don't make any money. Yeah. So if you want to keep working until you're dead, well, good, good, good for you. But if you want to play a bit more golf or go fishing, put all your energy into your good land and then leave the not-so-good land, the marginal land, plant that up into forests, into trees and things, and let that be the healing part of your farm. Mm. And farmers have said to me, you know, out at, at Brakeland, you know, I thought it was all a lot of bullshit. <laughs> but since I've, but they got compelled to do it, shall we say, but since they've fenced off all their waterways and their wet places, they've never made so much money. Exactly. Done so little work. Yeah. And, and, and really enjoyed life. Yeah. You know, but, but the trouble is with our farming is that it's run by corporations yeah. so often who are basically only wanting profit, you'll find that the family farms are where in actual fact the progress is being made, and some of the corporates as well. Mm-hmm. But we've just got to be brave. And, and so the whole message of T.Y. Walker is we can actually change the whole world by just changing our priorities and helping each other to do so. So this competitive, this destructive competitiveness, we've just got to say, hey, 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 that's not a real luxury we can afford anymore. No, because that... we're all losing. I might outbid you on the business front, but in the end, I'm going to be in the cart as well. So, 
Exactly. You know, and, and so get away from the me culture that we've focused on ever since the Industrial Revolution or yeah. since the Renaissance and make it the we culture, which is how really traditionally people have been. You know, like you, you find um, predators in the wild, they don't kill every deer and the, they kill enough deer to keep them alive. Yeah. And they always let, let others go free. We're sitting here, both of us working as healers, and one of the lines that I think about a lot that comes through sort of shamanic work is that idea of um, every action you make and word you speak will ripple down the next seven Aye. generations. Yeah. So what is the ripple that you want yeah. to flow down those generations? And um, what I love about what you've been doing with T.Y. Walker is kind of capturing that idea yeah. for people. So if people are wanting to find out more, um, where do they go to to get more information on T.Y. Walker? We've, we've got a website. Or if you Google T.Y. Walker, you'll find it. Okay. T.Y. Walker, so remember that that's one name for the fantail. Yeah. That's a name that comes from the Wanganui River, and that's, that's T.Y. Walker. T.Y. Walker, the little fantail leading yeah. us back into the light. And, and then you'll find that someone wonderful will set up a lovely website for me. Great. I wouldn't have a clue how to do all that, <laughs> but, but you know, there's all these wonderful people. Yeah. And, and remember, and, and, and then you'll find that our, the book, they've got it there and, and, and a fuller explanation of things. And from time to time, we'll put out a newsletter which will add to that website Great. just to keep people involved. But remember... This is a we movement. Yes. We are working from the ground up. Yes. Politicians will change if we tell them to. So if they know there's enough people subscribing to that, they will be happily following. Exactly. Following that because they want to stay in Parliament, don't they? Yeah. You know, <laughs> they but do. but you know, we have lovely parliament parliamentarians that are really idealistic people who went in there to change the world and then they find that they that it's very, very difficult. Yeah. Uh We've got to enable them to, do. to lead in the way that we need to move. Do you think that COVID-19 and that kind of moment of reset of our relationship with nature is helping bring these principles back into being more? COVID-19 made us stop. And because we couldn't do all the things that make our lives busy, we had time to think. Yeah. And I think a lot of people rediscovered things that were treasures that they'd actually stuck away in their cupboards. Spending time with each other, going outside and hearing birds. Mm. Um, you know, uh, so many people have had that experience. My big fear is that we're forgetting them so quickly. So in actual fact, really, post-COVID, remember the lessons taught. Remember the gift of COVID. You know, lots of bad things have happened. But in actual fact, if we remember the gift of it, we will actually use it as the beginnings of a new world. Wonderful. Wonderful. We're very lucky to have you part of this world to help us create that new world. Oh, we all do our pennies worth, don't we? We've we got to try. <laughs> yeah. We certainly do. Yeah. Oh, pa, it's been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for dropping into my little apothecary today. Uh, and uh, I wish you really well on your travels and with spreading the word about this and helping people reset their relationship to our natural environment. And to each other. Aye. Well, the thing about, for me, is I'm only just one person. Yeah. And, and Tiwaka is going to work if lots of people Are take it up. singing the same song. And, and, and yeah. don't wait for me. Just go for it. Yeah. You know, because uh, my mission for now is to actually energise and motivate lots of people to do that. 
And, and then, of course, I can sit under a tree and listen to the birds. Wonderful. Hey. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Kaora ate fenua, kaora te tangata. When the earth is well, we are well. You can find more information at www.tywaka.nz and that is spelt T-I-W-A-I-W-A-K-A dot N-Z. And I really urge you to subscribe to Rob's newsletter to help him show those in power that we want to create a better land for all. And if you would like to find out more about how you can work with the medicine of the land, I also invite you to take a look at my website, georginalangdale.com. Every purchase on my site supports plant conservation and habitat restoration work here in Hawke's Bay. Until next time, bye. <laughs>